Hey everybody, Brad Stevens here, founder and CEO of Outsource Access. We help companies redefine how they scale with offshore affordable staff from the Philippines. Congrats to all fellow winners of the 2023 Real Leaders Impact Awards. We are proud to be among you. About 10 years ago, I woke up to a major growth problem in my last business. Cash was tight, staff was overwhelmed, and tasks were not getting done. Then I discovered the world of offshore virtual staff in the Philippines where English is their second language, so there is no communication or culture gap. I realized outsourcing wasn't just call centers, it was access to college-educated Filipinos to support sales, marketing, operations, customer service, bookkeeping, personal tasks, and more. And in fact, the first woman I hired in the Philippines at 23 is now an award-winning COO of our entire company. It inspired me to launch Outsource Access. One client and YPO member, Ali Jamal, shared their offshore virtual staff Edison automated processes and saved them over 50,000 per year in the first few weeks. It's about finally getting things done and staff focusing on higher value activities. We've grown by over 2,000% in just three and a half years and will double next year. To receive a complimentary outsourcing playbook customized for your industry and to connect with one of our team here at Outsource Access, just visit RedefineScale.com. That's RedefineScale.com or text the word SCALE to 770-954-8440. Two months after hiring my first staff, she sent me a picture of shoes she bought for low-income children because of the opportunity. And now we support thousands of families and the environment with United Nations SDG projects. I'm proud we've grown with impact. To learn more, visit RedefineScale.com. Boom, what up? Hello, bonjour, and hola, real leaders. This is Kevin Edwards, your host here, and I am so excited. You're tuning in to one of our amazing experiences. What you're about to hear is going to be fresh, real, and loaded with inspiration, guaranteed to support your impact journey. So sit back, enjoy the listen, folks share a review afterward, and always keep it real. You know, I was 23 years old, um, and I was working a job inside of a basement of a hotel for an audio video company um it was a, it was like a weird place to to be spending your days and, and literally in the basement of this beautiful hotel where there's like a beach outside you know it was like a beachfront property and i had been on this like four year journey four or five year journey of trying to learn everything I could about the events business until I felt confident enough to start my own company. And I just remember thinking, am I ever going to get out of the basement? <laughs> and I got an email one day from a producer of the Oprah TV show. Oprah had a TV show still at the time. And I had made this, I had made a website, like I had made, I kind of like my first dip into starting, um, starting my business was just to make a web page and make a blog. And somehow that producer had read this blog post that I wrote, um, about my new year's resolution being, um, about how all of my events were going to be as waste-free as possible. Um, and I just can't explain like that feeling of being seen, you know, while like in the basement and um, really feeling like at the, at the 
I don't know, just, just not, not sure about where my path was going to be and, and how, if I could be an entrepreneur and if I could be successful. Um, but yeah, just getting that, getting that email and that, that request for an interview to talk about sustainable events and what does that mean? And seeing that like me, this like little girl, like in a basement was actually, could actually possibly like a thought leader, um, was really, uh, was really empowering and it was really exciting. I'm really so, you know, so fortunate, um, that that happened to me, um, as, as early on as it did, because I, I just pretty much never went back and I never thought ever again, you know, like I never had that doubt, um, about whether or not like I was meant to be, um, meant to be an entrepreneur. I love that. You know, uh, most entrepreneurs will have a garage, right? That they're, they're working on their craft for so long. Yours, it's the basement. That's so cool. And, and now walking out of the basement, you're the co-founder and CEO of Happily, a virtual and an in-person events company with, that's still kind of retain those core values of sustainability, of, of diversity and inclusion. Tell me a little bit more about the importance of values and how that's expressed throughout the company. Yeah. Um, well, technically I'm the founder, so I'm like the only, the only founder of this company, not a co-founder, but, um, the, for the value, I mean, the values, my business is a culture making business, uh, is a movement making business. So, you know, values is actually extremely important, um, just in the product of our work. Um, and it is extremely important to, um, it ex is extremely important to the clients, you know, who hire us. Uh, they're looking for, uh, they're looking to me and to us, you know, to help them uh, be thought partners, right, with sort of shaping, uh, shaping their culture and their values and expressing that, um, you know, through media and through ex experiences. And then, you know, Happily is also a, is a marketplace platform for the largest like marketplace platform for freelance um, media and event production specialists. And so, the the whole freelancer you know movement has just lit up you know over the past like I'd say decade, and um, you know a, a huge reason why uh, folks decide to move away from full time positions um, and into freelancer positions it's, it's it's a lot by choice it's not it's not out of circumstance and they're choosing to um, to really live their values and to be aligned you know to have their work really be aligned with um, how they feel personally. And so I think also like that moment, you know, where where I was, you know, it was sort of like validated um, uh, as an entrepreneur because I had like lived my values out loud. Uh, that always like, um, it always just like stuck with me as like something that was like really important for, for um, actually being able to like know when you're like charting like the right path. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, I've always, I've always like felt that like, like talking about like values is really important, not just from a business level and a service level for us, but also from like a community, uh, a community level, but then also, you know, just as a, as a way for me as a founder, as a solo founder to know whether or not I was on the right path. I think it's the co-founders have a, the luxury of like a sparring partner to sort of talk about ideas and be like, no, or you're you're being a dick. Like, you know, I don't have that. Right. Like, so, um, so yeah, living in values out loud has, has always helped me like sort of stay, stay true to the right path. And, and let's kind of stay on that path, Sarah. Like what were some of those early lessons when you 
growing the company, maybe you're building the platform, maybe you're raising capital. What were some of those early lessons that have resonated with you that you'd like to share with the audience today? Yeah, um, you know, events, it's like a very exacting business. You know, it's a, you get like, it's a one-time shot, right? Versus like in film and TV, which is, you know, partially in media, which is formally trained in school, you know, you can, you have multiple takes, right? And you can, can retake something. Um, so as, as a result, you become a bit of a perfectionist, right? Uh, pr producing events. And that was a very big lesson learned, you know, for me in those early days when you're trying to make a, a technology product. Um, and sort of the whole process of like, um, you know, experimentation, like, you know, build, measure, grow, right? And you're just like constant failure was really, really hard, you know, um, for for me and my background. It's just like, I just, you're, you're not, you don't give your space, yourself the space to fail. Um, but I think that like, as soon as I learned, you know, how important it was to um, just put ideas that were half halfway baked or, you know, like a little bit more than halfway baked, but, you know, that weren't fully baked out there um, and uh, and use more of like an experimental process and be comfortable with failure. That was like that was truly um, a really important you know thing for me to um, actually change the way and change the pace of innovation, you know, that that I had. So um, that was that was certainly one thing. Um, well, I was just curious because I like how you're, you're like, it's a perfectionist big industry. And it's true because like, I just got back from an event and I'll tell you what, like, I've got a lot of sympathy for people who organize events, but the guests sometimes they're so judgmental. This could be better. This could be better. We're at an impact conference. Why are there plastic water bottles? You know, there are so many different things that uh, make up a good event. Curious, just to, I want to be inside your world. Like what makes a good event to you? Let's talk about an in-person event first. What makes a good event to you? What are some takeaways I can learn about planning for one? Mm. Well, I think the reason why everyone can be critical is because everybody lives, everybody has, you know, a lifestyle and they have, you know, personal choices and you're creating events for, you're creating birthdays for yourself, for your friends, you know, um and events is sort of this like heightened expression um of of sort of a moment or a community but i think that like um but i think actually like that community piece is really important like um what makes for a really good event is when you have an experience that um has a message that resonates with more than one person it's like it's it's not a good event if it's only interesting or relevant to the designer right sure. Um, so I think that that's really important and like architecting, um, journeys and pathways that allow people to come along for the ride with them on that message that you as a curator are taking them on, um, is, is really important. And it's, it's like, it's an art around that. Right. So, um, a lot of times what, uh, you know, we do is really think through breaking up the content in as many formats as possible. So, um, you know, when I was at the TED conferences, when people think about TED, most, most people's interaction with TED is through, through the computer screen. So all they're really seeing is like the stage. But when you actually go to a TED conference, like the, the, ex the experience and the activities and all the programs and the formats for conversation that happen outside of that stage 
um, are, are very diverse, very plentiful, um, and allow you to dip into a conversation or an idea and experience for a flash of a second or dig really deep into into those things for like, you know, hours on end overnight if you wanted to. And like architecting for, um, you know, for lots of different like sort of diverse lifestyles as well as sort of, um, you know, mindsets and places that people might be receptive to sharing and connecting with each other throughout the course of the event. Because people don't just come and they like just want to learn one way for three hours straight. That's not how we operate, you know, especially today, right? Where we've got 30 tabs open all the time. You've got your kids like screaming at you from like the other side of the room. There's like just multiple things happening. A good event like really considers like what like the, yeah, just like all of the sort of like the humanity and the journeys that you take um, in a single, single sort of like set period of time. And hones that in into a group presentation. Hmm. I like what you said about the community aspect. That's what I really got out of the last event was, you know, just being in a room surrounded by individuals connected through values, but also like they're all around the world, a like hundred different countries are there. And so getting that experience is something that is it's take home value. You can't experience that online, but when it comes to the online experience, to you, what are also some, some uh, best practices and platforms and things? I mean, we're obviously doing this on Zoom, probably not the best platform, but what are, what are some recommendations uh, for people who are trying to grow their community online? Yeah, I think a lot of the same things that happen in real life also translate to online. So diversity of like format and conversation. Um, and I think that there, what's really beautiful about online is there's just so many different ways to um, create interaction. Um, so I, I always feel like Zoom is actually a, a pretty good platform um, for virtual experiences because you can like DM people like in the back and back channel. And there's lots of, you know, there's, uh, you know, polls and question and answer. And there's just like more interactivity that's real time. And that's also like a flattened space, you know, um, where the audience has as much agency um, and as, as as much voice, you know, um, as the speaker themselves. So I think that like actually designing and leaning into that um, and encouraging more of like uh, more of a conversation is really important. And then for you know, I think also online, what online does really well, and and you see this, you know, with uh, with content is and as it's bleeding over into. Um, the event space is that you just can have multiple camera angles, you can, you know, cut to videos, you, your timestamp um, for and the way the tools that you have for telling a story are just so much more vibrant, I think, than when you're in a room, even with big projection screens. Uh, Sarah, thanks, like, again, for just kind of bringing us into this, like your world. I'm curious to like learn about a little bit more about just like the internal business, the culture, like from an impact perspective. I know you guys are focused on diversity. Where have you seen impact show up most in your business? Yeah, well, actually, like um, what I did was uh, so our our values, our value set, our core guiding um, value set is um, is rooted in sustainability, and we have like our version of the three R's. So you know, classically, uh, the three R's is classically of like, reduce, reuse, recycle. You know, for us, it's actually reduce, represent, and reinvest. And so, 
um, you know, every with every project that we do, front of house, back of house, in you know, basically in our HQ or on a project, um, we're looking at how can we reduce waste and carbon emissions. You know, how can we represent diverse voices that are in the margin, on the stage, in our lineup, on our team, um, and how can we reinvest in local economies, right? And not just think with this whole like large like globalization of things, like. I'm in Taipei right now, where one of the things that I love the most about living in this city is there are so many independent shopkeepers and shop owners. Whereas like when I'm in Los Angeles, you know, it's there's a lot of big box retailers and there's nothing wrong with big box. Right. But I think, you know, for us, um, one of our values is to just make sure that like traditions and local cultures and stuff are really kept alive. So, um, yeah, again, every project that we take, every team member that we hire, they all they all have to feel like in alignment, you know, with those three values for us, and and that's it served us very well. Um, it allows us for, you know, it allows for actually like a very wide, diverse range of sort of like lifestyles and people who are attracted, you know, to um, us as a business. And um, so it's like not like everybody's like the same, right? Um, and I feel like that has has actually been a really uh, critical thing for keeping our business alive. Um, we're also super just, you know, with the whole freelancer, like model and embracing new work environments. We, we were remote before the pandemic happened. Um, like I think I moved us to remote in 2016, 2017, just cause I didn't like working in an office. Um, but the, you know, the remote lifestyle and also like embracing just this idea that everybody is an entrepreneur. In, in their hearts, right? Um, everybody has a vision for their careers, um, has a vision for like how they're moving forward. And, um, you know, other production agencies, production companies for events and media, um, I think when the pandemic hit, we saw that, you know, a lot of them actually like went under or had to pause or furlough while we we just kept growing. And a lot of that is because our business model was so sustainable. Like it allowed for this flexibility where, um, you know, for us, the, our full-time staff is focused on providing support services to freelancers versus, you know, the other types of companies that are competitors of ours are all kind of like focused on, you know, making sure their full-time staff is, is working on every single project. So nimble yeah absolutely and i like what you're saying about values and and how you use your values to align people within your company you know to me it's kind of like leadership so what i'd like you to do sarah is bring this home what is your definition of a real leader oh i think you know a real leader ultimately is um ultimately is like a servant of action right that um a real leader is is someone who um puts others you know helps propel others forward you know um and their team forward first and knowing that um knowing that like their own goals ambitions desires are going to be also fulfilled if everyone you know all all boats rise if everyone is also um lifted up well said. Well, Sarah, appreciate your time coming on the show today from the basement to the boardroom. For Sarah Shuey, I'm Kevin Edwards asking you to go out there, propel others, and always keep it real. Thanks, Sarah. Thank you.
Hey, Relators, thanks again for listening to this amazing episode. And if you're someone like me who goes all the way to the end just to make sure I can extract as much information, education, and inspiration out of every single interview, might I suggest you check out our magazine. If you go online to Relators.com today, you're going to get the first 30 days for free where you're going to be able to access all of our magazines courses and live events from some of the top thought leaders around the world. All you have to do is go online to realleaders.com and click the subscribe button in the top right corner to get your free 30-day trial right now. Again, that's real-leaders.com. Thanks again for being a real leader and always keep it real.